It's episode 21 of Small Town Talk and I'm recording this on the cusp of New Year's Eve. So before we get started, I'll wish you all a happy new year and my resolution is to do my best to cheer you up throughout 2022. God, we need it. So kicking off is Joe Tex with You Little Babyface Thing. Babyface Thing by Joe Tex and the Vibrators. Now this next track is from Nick Waterhouse's Promenade Blue LP, which was one of several Christmas vinyls from my girls and their partners. I've selected this song, Silver Bracelet, for Lee, because he particularly likes a sax solo. And it's a good one. I found the handle in the dark with my shaking hand. She lit a candle with a 
gentle spark indeed, gentle command. You see, I met a girl late in the night, and I rode with her across town. Very far and very fast, I found myself falling down, down, down. Oh, one silver bracelet. Some magic charm oh. Or a little silver bracelet oh. On with Silver Bracelet from Promenade Blue, released in April 2021. Now, for new listeners, or at least those who weren't there for episode one way back in June 2020, I'd like to stress that all the tracks on Small Town Talk are from my own record collection, whether they are on CD or vinyl. I don't download. The only exceptions are tracks that are not available as physical recordings, like last month's version of Pizzella by Charlotte Spiral, in which case I will only play them with the artist's permission. My aim is to encourage you to seek out any of these artists, old or new, that impress or sway you in the same way they have moved me over the years. Here's a current example. I bought this just over a week ago and got her blessing to play it. It's one of those read between the lines songs. Cat Eaton with Checking In. Listen carefully. I moved out of the city Could you redirect my mail? Tell me how are you keeping? Are you watering the plant That I bought for you on sale? Is the photo still above the bed Of our trip to Italy? Or did she make it with the place Of every trace of you and me? Sorry I don't mean to bribe But is she taking care of you? Does she know which of your records lifts you out of the blues? I don't know why I call When there's nothing to tell you at all Truth is I am alone In a new 
Just because it's easy, it doesn't make it right We've already been here And we've tried and tested this And we couldn't make it fit Well, I'm happy that you found someone And I hope you're happy too But it's 3 a.m., I'm drunk again And my mind turns to you checking in from the impressive 2021 album Talk To Me. Cat is currently opening for Jules Holland on his rescheduled 2020 tour. And now for those of you with a New Year's hangover, here's Jethro Tull with my Sunday feeling.
is in my head. <laughs> That's from Jethro Tull's debut album, This Was, back in 1968. As you just heard, it was much more bluesy than their later, more well-known progressive rock albums. Although My Sunday Feeling was written by Ian Anderson, the influence of guitarist Mick Abrahams hangs heavily over the whole album. He was to leave shortly after its release to form Blobwind Pig, citing musical differences. Now, I played a blues track by Howlin' Wolf and the VJs back in episode 16. And here is Wilf under his real name, James Hunter. Change your mind 
Wow, what a voice. Not unlike early Steve Wimwood, I think. According to Van Morrison, James Hunter is Britain's best-kept secret. I wouldn't disagree. Well, let's let the secret out of the bag. Check him out on YouTube, go and see him live, buy his albums. People Gonna Talk is from the 2004 album of the same name. And now, for another great voice. I pity the fool I say I pity the fool Well, I pity the fool, yeah I said I pity the fool That falls in love with you And expect you to be true Oh, I pity the fool originally from the 1961 Duke album, Two Steps from the Blues. Now, Duke Records owner Don Roby was notorious for ripping off writers, only paying small amounts for the song and also the songwriting royalties. So Pity the Fool is credited to Deirdrick Malone, Roby's pseudonym. So if you see that name on an old record under the song title, say a little prayer for the poor unknown soul who actually wrote it. Where writers did get a credit, Roby would claim co-authorship, as on this track, Ask Me About Nothing But The Blues. Ask me who was the first man To make a fire in the night I don't know 
That was the great Boz Skaggs with Ask Me About Nothing But The Blues from the 1997 album Come On Home. It was written solely by trumpet player Henry Bouzier, but co-credited to gangster boss Deirdre Malone, also known as Don Roby. And now it's that time again. Two songs, one title. Last night I walked through the streets of my town I saw the shadow of a
Hey Little Girl. The first was a piece of pure pop from 1961. It was written and performed by Del Shannon. Uncharacteristically for Del, its lyrics pointed to an optimistic future for its key characters. Usually his songs spoke of misery and sadness. The second Hey Little Girl was written and performed by Doug Sarm on his 1989 album Jukebox Music. Essentially an homage to 1950s doo-wop and R&B, another indispensable album in my collection. Now way back in episode one I played two different songs with the same title, which inspired my friend Andrea to suggest that maybe it could be a feature. At the time I thought it unlikely that I would find that many pairs of songs in my record collection, especially ones worthy of playing on Small Town Talk. But 21 episodes later I'm still going, so thanks Andrea, a feature it is. Oh, sweet inspiration. with sweet inspiration for my sweet inspiration the lovely Andrea Prout 
It was written by Dan Penn and Spooner Oldham and first recorded by The Sweet Inspirations in April 1967 and covered by a host of artists thereafter. Originally a much-in-demand backup group formed by Whitney Houston's mother Sissy, The Sweet Inspirations also included Sissy's nieces, Dion and Dee Dee Warwick, and Mama Soul, Doris Troy. They had provided backing vocals on many artists' records, including their own solo work, and notably on Van Morrison's Brown-Eyed Girl. Here they are, four years earlier, in 1963, with Doris Troy's wonderful Just One Look. Troy with Just One Look. Now for those of you old enough to have grown up with the Hollies version of Just One Look, and I know there's not a lot of you out there nowadays, you may remember that's how you first heard many black American R&B songs. For instance, in late December 1964, I hot-footed it down to Barnett's Radio and Electrical Supplies in Ramsgate to buy the Moody Blues Go Now, a terrific R&B gem of a song on Decca. Yes, the Moody Blues were good back then, until Denny Lane quit. But four years later, I heard the original. This is Bessie Banks with Sissy Houston and Dee Dee Warwick, those sweet inspirations on backup, with the original and superior version of Go Now. We've already said Goodbye 
British invasion in the 60s. The Moody Blues version of Go Now crept higher up the American charts than Bessie Smith's original, despite coming out a whole year later. So it goes.
So It Goes is an important record in many ways. He had been the frontman in 70s pub band Brinsley Swartz before leaving in 1975 to play bass for Dave Edmonds' rock pile. Then, in 1976, he recorded So It Goes on a shoestring budget for the newly formed independent company Stiff Records. It was released as their very first single, and although it didn't chart, made sufficient profit to kickstart what would become a highly influential company. A year later, Lowe produced Elvis Costello's first album for Stiff, My Aim Is True, which Rolling Stone magazine named in the best six albums of that year, 1977. And here, to play us out, is the opening track on My Aim Is True, The Angels Wanna Wear My Red Shoes.
all small town talk You know how people are They can't stand to see Someone else doing what they like